And welcome to another edition of The Power of Fitness with Jack Nunn. Hey, Jack. Hey, how are you? Good, man. How's it going? Good, good. Uh, back from the uh, the holiday and uh, back to uh, back to being uh, fit again, huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, we thank those who tune in each week. Uh, every, every every week at 4 o'clock, The Power of Fitness uh, with Jack Nunn. Every Tuesday right here at the Talk Story Radio Network. And if you got any questions, go ahead and put them in the chat room. Or you could also... Uh, we can get the call-in line set up. You can call in at 562-912-3444. Jack, one of the questions that uh, I saw, I was actually reading an article on, and they were saying bananas are beneficial as sport drinks, uh, some studies suggest. But it kind of got me thinking because one of the things it says in here is it's easy for hikers to carry and things like that, runners and cyclists. What types of, uh, what types of snacks or uh, food uh, should somebody carry when they're actually uh, you know, out cycling or hiking or, or uh, jogging? Yeah, it's uh, a great question. Um, what I've been doing lately, bananas are a little bit harder to carry just because they're kind of fragile. I mean, you can't really like toss them around and stuff. They get, you know, I mean, but try and eat. You could bring one or two of those, but also uh, just nuts and berries are good. Granola bars, um, anything with, uh, you know, high, lower sugar content, more um, protein, or, or, you know, obviously uh, limiting the carbs, but. But, uh, I, you know, what I used to use, and I used to work for a company called uh, Goo Energy Gel, that's G-U, Energy Gel in Berkeley, and the guy that developed the original um, Power Gel, his um, name is uh, Dr. Vaughn, and he went off and um, developed his own, which is called Goo, and I did research development and uh, sales for them, and I used Goo as, as, uh, for my Ironman trainings and also to carry around with me. But uh, later I found out that, you know, using um, more of the uh, Juice Plus uh, Complete, the protein there, you can bring it with you in a little baggie, uh, Ziploc bag, uh, the protein complete, and then mix it in with your water. Um, and uh, that's what these desert runners are using. Um, these guys that are running across deserts, uh, 150 miles apiece, uh, that's what they're using as far as uh, their own nutrition and nuts, berries same things um and some gels as well but but mainly stick to you know the real whole foods um it's tough because you can't really carry around you know i mean apple is good as well but uh yeah bananas um and then just the, the gels um i i'm particularly close to the goo just because i work for them and i know it's effective yeah. um and also the the complete of course the juice plus i haven't i haven't actually had goo for a, a couple of years now since <laughs> my last iron man um, but, uh, that's the easiest to carry around and the most, you know, the most effective are those two. So. Cool. Um, along those same lines, uh, what type of, I mean, you know, you mentioned the, the, uh, the complete, but as far as fluids go when you're out on, on those things, I know a lot of times you'll see people, uh, like I see, uh, cyclists and you know, see they have two, multiple water bottles and I can tell one is, is something other than water cause it's got a different color. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you're actually doing you know those long rides and those long hikes, besides water, should you uh, be carrying anything else other than like a protein? Yeah, uh, yeah. The, the mixed drinks, you know, like I said again, the, the complete protein is really good. Um, you know, and then maybe some um, some mix. They uh, G, uh, Goo makes a Goo Two O drink, um, mm-hmm. but you know you want to stay low low sugar. You know, overall, and um, you don't want to just go nuts with the pro- with the drinks. And uh, I've done it before. It actually makes you more dehydrated if you drink stuff that's really um, 
you know, thick and really concentrated and stuff like that. So you want to make sure you really dilute it with water. And, um, you know, it's, what's really helped me is if you're on long hikes or long workouts or long competitions, as far as, you know, doing Ironmans or anything longer than an hour or two, um, definitely go seek out, uh, a, a product called, um, salt sticks and that is salt sticks spelled S T I X. And those are salt sticks pills, but they're basically, um, salt pills, salt, potassium, electrolyte pills that you take. And because you sweat so much there, it's impossible to get all that back in right. unless you eat a big meal or something like that where you don't want to do that. So I've actually seen, um, events that pass out soup, like actual hot soup. Oh really? In the Iron Man, they actually handed out soup, and I was like, "You got to be kidding! I'm not gonna, you know, drink hot soup while I run, you know." And but some people were actually doing that, and also um, I've seen the San Diego Marathon. That was in Brazil. I saw them passing out soup. I also saw them pass out Red Bulls, which I don't agree with. <laughs> and uh, there was also a few DJs on the course blasting music. And, <laughs> but uh, that's just how they do it. And these are like that's a world championship event, you know, a sanctioned event. They're handing yeah. out Red Bulls, which I mean, I was like, how much money did you, you know, <laughs> did you have to splurge for that one? You know, that sponsorship. I was laughing when they handed out Red Bull. I'm like, you got to be kidding. Um, I don't agree with that at all, but, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they, in San Diego, I actually saw them pass out, um, salt, uh, salt packets, like you see at restaurants, um, just packets of salt, salt that you just take on your tongue. Now, I think that's kind of gross. I mean, I, I think, but that's, that's what the, the turn, you know, the, the basic, um, thought behind it is that you want to absorb that salt and the electrolytes that you use. I remember when I was, uh, Playing football in high school, they, the uh, trainers used to give us salt tablets. Yeah, during the uh, during the hot months like August. And yeah, yeah, that same principle week. behind the salt sticks yeah. is the salt tablets, and that was the best advice I ever got for be uh, right before I left for my Ironman uh, in in um, France. Was uh, talking to a guy like a few days before I left, and he's like, "Okay, you got your salt sticks, you got your this," and he's going through the checklist, and I go, "What salt sticks?" And he goes, "Oh my, you know, you got to go to the store and get your." And believe me, I mean, after the f first few hours, I took those and I felt like Superman, you know. And all it is 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 salt and potassium, but your body just like sucks it all in because it's really hard to replenish that, you know, and, and, and you need that or else you're die you know you could be dehydrated right. and there are people after these events that go that i saw a handful of people being carried off in stretchers with ivs inside in their in their bodies being stretched you know carried off the course right because they haven't they didn't get enough electrolytes or nutrition during the event so it's really important to think about that and um you know, drink automatically. Don't think about it. You know, just try and drink uh, some fluids every, especially in these hot summer months that are approaching every 15, 20, 30 minutes, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, and just uh, stay away from the high sugar. You know, um, candy bars, uh, you know, just the, the Gatorade, regular well, that's what, Gatorade. That's what I was going to ask you about because stay away, you they know. say those are those replenish electrolytes. So you're, you're better off, is it like diluting that or? Well, yeah, or, diluting it, getting the powder, diluting it. I don't really like Gatorade to begin with. So maybe, uh, like I said, the Complete um, and a granola bar 
Um, watch the high fructose current corn syrup sugar, you know, if you have to and you don't have a choice and especially if you're dizzy, you know, uh, after a workout, then G2 Gatorade is okay. Or, um, I've told people to get a shock to the system of, of blood sugar if they, cause they're dizzy and they're out of it. If they're not hydrating to go to Jamba juice and get yourself a Jamba, you know, that's the only time I'll allow it yeah. is if you're feeling dizzy or headache or whatever, go have yourself a Gatorade because that is pure sugar it'll knock you right back into place but other than that do not stay away because okay. it'll actually make you more dehydrated if it makes sense right. you know? so um, yeah stick to you know whole food nutrition um, and uh, try and stay natural you know these new Vita cocoa the coconut waters mm -hmm. are pretty good um, again you want to look at the sugar content um, there's some that are higher than others they're pretty pricey, but the potassium in them is, is extremely high. So they have different sizes. So yeah, Vita Cocoa is pretty good. Um, I'm not a fan of uh, the Zico. Um, I know that's a major brand, but I just, I don't know. I don't like the taste, <laughs> uh, but I like the other taste. And then also getting it from the source, though, is, is the best. Right. So if you can get yourself a machete, crack open a coconut, <laughs> and there you go. Make sure you don't cut off your fingers or your hand. But that's the best way. In Australia, I remember um, when I was doing a competition down there, a guy cracked open a coconut, ate the meat inside and the water, and it was amazing. And that's like the really the best source yeah, of those hydration. Thai, those Thai type coconuts. Yeah. I, I get those, and, and uh, the easiest way to open them is uh, to hold hold it with. I use like a uh, like a barbecue fork. Yeah. To to kind of steady it with mm -hmm. one hand and then I use my big old chopping thing to chop the to keep my fingers away from the, uh, the swinging of the big axe yeah, you know? exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah be careful of that uh, but that's that's a really good uh, lately there's been this whole craze of uh, you know coconut water but you know the, like I said the best thing is to get it from the source um, and then uh, just the staying hydrated and cool during these summer months um you know, yeah. you, you mentioned uh, drink before you're thirsty. Um, so, you know, when you're, you know, when you're doing uh, these things, you just you just gotta kind of re remind yourself to just go ahead and take a drink. Or, I mean, yeah, you have, yeah, you have to just, especially after the like for the Ironmans, for instance, you're in the water for a little over an hour. You're coming out of there. You probably swallowed a bunch of salt water, depending on where you are. Some of them are in the lakes, but most of them are in the in the ocean. Yeah. So. I'm not a very good swimmer, so I swallow a lot of salt water. <laughs> and, uh, you know, right after that, you got to get back on and get the nutrition immediately. Take a few of those salt tablets, you know, after an hour, an hour and a half. Um, the complete, some goo, whatever, and then get, get on it. But uh, what's a funny story is that when I was in France, right after the swim, um, I actually did really well on the swim, came out. And the first 30 miles of the bike I knew were generally a little bit flat it was a little bit of a, a, a climb but but then after that 30 miles there was another 30 miles that was straight uphill and a lot of people you know said oh different Ironmans are are the hardest oh this one was hard in Utah because it was hilly I'm like are you kidding me <laughs> the one in France we had to climb up the Pyrenees mountains the Pyrenees is like um, the equivalent of uh, our Rockies or you know something like that yeah. you know where people didn't have half the competitors didn't have triathlon bikes they had tour bikes because they, there's no flat roads you know there's no advantage to wind resistance because you're going slow anyways right. up the hill so um anyway so uh, after that 20 miles i was getting my 
my refills. And this little kid uh, passes out these water bottles, and I, this is the first aid station. And he's saying Coca, Coca, and I go, well, that must be like a like a fancy <laughs> France French drink that I need to get or something like that. Well, I, I grabbed it and then sucked down about half of it in one swig. It was Coca Cola, and I'm like, oh my, it was terrible. And I spit it. I never drink soda. Here I am, first Iron Man. I'm like, oh no, I'm gonna get upset stomach. You know, all the sugar. It turns out that my body actually absorbed it pretty well. It didn't get really upset, but I never did that again. Yeah. And the reason they do that is is because you're expanding so much. It's like Gatorade, you know. But uh, I would never drink just straight Coke or anything like that. But I thought it was funny that they have that, you know, yeah. during the course. I was like, are you kidding me? What is going on? <laughs> they also had this knockoff of Gatorade that was terrible. So I just stuck with water. I stuck with the water, and I stuck with... Um, the goo, and then at that time I didn't know about the Juice Plus, unfortunately, um, but that would have helped extremely well in competition. I think I had it just after that, but um, but yeah, I mean, you need to drink without thinking because unfortunately your bodies don't have a mechanism to say drink now. It's like it's too late when you're thinking that. So unfortunately, you need you just need to it's like guessing, you know, yeah. and if you guess wrong, you know, you're in trouble and, and then it's the timing issue when you have to go to the bathroom, you know, during these long competitions, a lot of people ask, or they don't even really think about it. And I'm like, Oh yeah, the pros, they just go, <laughs> they don't stop. They just go. So you better not be behind. Um, I mean, uh, num- you know, I, I'm not going to get into detail, but they, they have a technique actually where they just go. They don't stop. And in order to get these times that they get, they can't stop. Yeah. I mean, they can stop on the transition. I was trying to time the transition on my first Ironman. I was about 20, 30 miles away from the transition to the run from the bike. And I had to stop. I couldn't hold it anymore. And I was like, oh, shoot. And I wasn't about to go on the bike, you know. So it's all about timing and, and you know, luck and um, just how you can train your body to do that. But you need to stay hydrated because you, your body will shut down. And if you're not hydrated enough, you will not burn as many calories. Your performance goes down. So right. Therefore, you won't burn as many calories. So this whole idea of fasting not drinking because oh I'm gonna get bloated or I'm gonna do this or no you need to drink water you know you need to keep drinking water. Um, you know we've talked about uh, some of the some of the things you have at, at your gym at Powerhouse Fitness, uh, which is powerhousefit.com, uh, as far as uh, the spinning and the uh, ski ergs and the um, and the ergs, but uh, you also offer uh, Zumba classes. Now, how does Zumba benefit uh, health wise? Yeah, dan- I mean, basically Latin dancing, It's uh, it's been around forever dancing, and, you know, it's a great workout. It's more of a, in my opinion, it's, it's, it's a great way to be distracted while you're working out. So while you're moving your body, you're having fun moving, dancing, um, following the instructor, and without thinking about it, really, and having a great time. There's a lot of things, I think this last Zumba class, they had it, uh, like some, um, some uh, skirts, with some noise making, you know, things. So they like Indian kind of uh, apparel, I guess, or some kind of uh, chimes that they were using. Um, so they like to, you know, wear different things to kind of get a different um, feel for it, a different excitement to the, for the Zumba program. We also have the uh, the Evo Indoor Cycling Program, which I'm the spokesperson for. I just uh, 
signed on with a partnership with Relay Fitness, and that you can see that on uh, www.relayfitness.com, and that's the Evo indoor cycling bike. And um, we're working on a DVD right now for a fitness uh, group class, also home exercise. And the bike, the whole bike sways, so you actually get a full-on, full-body workout. Yeah. So it actually sways 10 degrees when you come up out of the seat, and so it provides imbalance so that you have to work your upper body as well when you're cycling. Just like you would outdoors. Um, A lot of... Uh, extreme cyclists or you know just cyclists would say the bike never sways well that's okay that's like saying in rowing the bike the <laughs> boat never bounces or never but it does right so ideally you want to keep the bike from not swaying because the energy is going every you know every which way it needs to go forward or the energy needs to stay balanced um, and not moving but on the water just like on the water the boat needs to stay balanced and not because it displaces energy as right. you're going up and down. It needs to go forward. But you can get a workout just by keeping the bike not from swaying. So whether you're an Ironman cy- or a triathlete or a pro cyclist or a soccer mom, you can get this workout, and it's a complete whole-body workout. So you're getting more bang for your buck. You know, right. You're getting more calories burned per minute than just regular spinning classes or regular cycling classes with the... Uh, stationary handlebars that don't move at all. You're getting a. You're forcing your body to work. Right. So it's a great workout. The ski erg as well, and the and the rowing machine. You know. Let's let's get back to the Zumba real quick though. As far as as far as calorie, you just mentioned calories burning uh, on on the on the indoor cycles, um, and whether or not full body workout. How is uh with the with the the dance thing? Are you burning a lot of calories? And are you? Is it mostly cardio? Or are you getting some uh, some strength? Yeah, dancing is pretty pretty much um, all cardio. You could be doing some pretty fast moves, and I've seen them do some pretty fast Latin moves, um, hips shaking. You know, they have different variations of the Zumba. Um, but mainly, well, I noticed a lot of professional professional dancers are really toned. Yeah, and yeah. is that is that uh, strictly from dancing, or is it because the yeah, I'm doing other things too. You think? Yeah, no, dancing is the whole body, and you keep moving side to side. Your hips, everything is moving, so you can. Yeah, I mean, dancers have great bodies. You know, they. Uh, if you look at any uh, cheerleader, even or any dance routine, they have amazingly toned bodies. So that's really what the concept comes from. And then um, add Latin spice to it, where it's different. Where a lot of people you know, here in the States are accustomed to it. They like it because it's so different and, um, it offers so much variation. So it's a great workout. You're probably going to burn in an hour. I would say anywhere it's tough to say because gender uh, size, height, weight, age, but you're generally going to burn from like 500 to probably upwards of a thousand calories in a little over an hour. Um, just depends on, you know, it, like I said, heart rate, you know, the, when people ask me how many calories do I burn, it's like saying, uh, read my future, you know, <laughs> look into my ball and look into my, you know, into my future and, and read my future. I can, I can kind of say, I'd have to see uh, how old are you? Obviously gender I know cause I can see you. And then, um, but, uh, what's your heart rate? You know, I need, I need specifics. Right. And, uh, there was a guy that was over 200 pounds in my class, first time cycling, which makes a difference if it's your first time or if you've been cycling for two years. 
because your body's accustomed to it. If it's new, you're going to burn more calories right? because you're not used to it. Um, and he had uh, like a body temperature device, a body bug kind of thing mm-hmm. uh, that measured his heart rate, his, uh, his body temperature, and all this stuff. So he said in an hour he burned over 1,000 calories in cycling. Which is a lot. That's more than you would usually burn. You probably burn that in a rowing class because you're using your whole body. Right. But in a cycling class, not so much. Um, but that was still high. Now, on the other end of it, this lady who was about five foot two, 110 pounds, um, you know, had been cycling a long time, burned 400, 500 calories, 450, something like that. And she was going, putting her hands up in the air, going, hey, what what's up and I say well think about it how much do you eat do you eat 2,000 3,000 calories no you know can you get your watts or your your power up to this guy's watts because he's heavier he's producing more power it's all relative right so it's you have to you, you cannot compare that's what makes it unique you can't compare it to every, you know I burn more calories than someone else does. Although, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. So, it's all relative. So, again, you can, you know, I take questions all the time. If you go to powerhousefit.com and go to contact and have any emails or questions, I can totally answer them um, in my point of view and my opinion and stuff like that and see if it kind of makes sense. But you can always email me for questions and stuff. When you talk about burning calories and such, and just like you said, there's, there's so much goes along with that. How, you know, as a trainer and you're training people, how is important? How important is it for the individual to know how many calories they're burning, or is it more important for them to to have the workout routine and give it their best, or is it is it is it just? I mean, how does it all figure out? Do you need to know how many calories you're burning each each workout, um, or just do you just go out and, and, and do the workout? I would say for anyone starting out, or even if you have been working out for a while, maybe a couple times a week, is just to find something that you have fun with first. Don't worry about, I mean, obviously worry about your nutrition, what you're eating, you know, try to think about that, but don't overwhelm yourself with all this, this crazy statistics and, you know, and online things. Um, Weight Watchers has a good point program. There's a lot of things out there, but try and just have fun with what you're doing first find what you like to do, and then get more technical as you go. Uh, take little steps, because nothing's going to happen overnight. Right. Nothing does, unless you win the lottery. You know? <laughs> I mean, so, you know, nothing's easy. I mean, you know, it's, it's all, it all takes hard work. And then when you win the lottery, it's, it's, you have more problems there, too, because now you have all this new... Anyways, I'm just saying... Relatives like, that you never met. Yeah, you know, there's always going to be something. So there's no... Um, you know, it's all a process. Everything is a process. You all, you gotta have to. It's a way of life as far as fitness, nutrition. In order to you know stay out of the hospital later, you gotta you know spend less time in the hospital later and spend time now working out and yeah. uh, and eating right. Um, but take baby steps. Don't get overwhelmed. You know, have small goals. Um, get excited about small little little things. Um, because when the big things come around, then you're going to get really excited, you know, so don't take anything for granted. Um, try to, you know, live day by day. Don't get ahead of yourself. Try and do small goals, write them down, post them over the house, do post-its. That's what I used to do when I was in college. 
to have these fitness tests and to get myself pumped up for them. I used to write down my goals in front of me and look at them in the morning every week and try to hit my goals um, and get myself all, you know, pumped up for that day. And um, But, you know, whether you're working out twice and you're trying to work out three times or four times a week, you know, you want to up the time you work out, you want to eat better, have better nutrition. Um, but like I said, just take it in stride, um, week to week, month to month, but know that it's got to be a part of your life. You got to keep going on it. And if you stop, it's going to get really hard to come back. So we try to, obviously you got to have little breaks here and there. I went to, uh, the cheesecake factory last night (laughs) and had myself a couple of cheesecakes and I felt like I was on some serious I, I serious high it was not good so obviously it's a celebration you let yourself you know practice what you preach okay but I'm always um, one for living you get you got to have moments where you relax you know and then you come back on it you know unless you're you know whatever. <laughs> but yeah I mean I I'm still a little bit out of it and shaking right now I mean it's crazy yeah. sugar is nuts you know yeah, too much. I got way too much last night. It was <laughs> and you filled them all the day. <laughs> yeah, all day today. I hear my voice. <laughs> well, as we wind down, I, I know that you. Uh, this is a little off. Uh, it's still it's still sports related. We got four minutes left. I know you're a big Kings fan, and the uh, Stanley Cup starts Wednesday. You got any uh, any words, any thought on that? Yeah, go Kings, <laughs> go Kings. Uh, it's been what nearly twenty years, and. Um, I remember I was telling my dad the other day, we used to have like partial season tickets and uh, I was in the seventh grade and I was talking to my buddies on the outside, I don't know, before school starting. I I went to one of the games that they went in the Stanley Cup last time in 93 and I remember just the excitement and the excitement that was felt everywhere. And I think that's coming back, you know, Um, I know it's coming back to the city of LA and now that the Lakers, the Clippers are out. You gotta root them. You gotta root, you gotta root on for them and, and go Kings. And even if you're not a fan, become a fan. Watch the games. It's really exciting. Um, and uh, it, it, I, it's nostalgic. It's crazy. And it's uh, one of my uh, friends that's, that's actually working for the Kings this year. She just got a job. And she, the first series that was coming around, she's like, "Do you know if they win the Stanley Cup, I get a ring?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, like that's gonna happen." And she didn't believe it either. And now it's here. And I, I ran into her the other day, and and I was like, "Remember that time? Remember from a month ago when you said like, yeah?" And then she's like, "I know. Don't jinx it. Don't jinx it." And I know it's crazy. So everyone in the organization that is a part of the Kings, like yeah. all these salespeople, everyone that coaches to everyone gets a ring yeah. if they win. So it's pretty cool. So uh, I'll be there. I'll be there at game four, um, 5 p.m. next Wednesday. And uh, another thing to think about, it's Los Angeles against the Devils. It's the <laughs> Angels against the Devils. My buddy said, my buddy who's a Devils fan says, yeah, but you know the Devils always win. <laughs> no, they don't. Angels prevail in the end. Angels will prevail in the end. So basically, you know, Los Angeles Angels, you know, you know, against the Devils. So Kings will prevail. And the Kings in the Cup, Lord Stanley Cup, Lord Kings, it's got to go. So. Is this part of your uh, your visualizing? Yeah, your this, is this is it. And I'm looking into Yeah, I know. They're playing great. Jonathan Quick, uh, 
you know, Dustin Brown, Kopitar, everybody, uh, Dustin Penner, Pancakes, you know. Um, yeah, so <laughs> they're playing well. Well, excellent, Jack. Another uh, another good uh, words of wisdom uh, on the uh, on the nutrition and fitness front and uh, on the uh, sports scene there, too. Yeah. Uh, you can always find uh, Jack uh, via his website, powerhousefit.com, and also you can find him on uh, Facebook, Powerhouse Fit, and you can follow him on Twitter. He's uh, here every Tuesday at Power of uh, Fitness with Jack Nunn, right here on the TalkStory Radio Network. Tomorrow on TalkStory Radio Network, uh, tomorrow at 8 p.m., Swoops World Late Night. And uh, our guest uh, tomorrow night is Steve Delamater, who's a music- singer-songwriter-musician, and Angela Madsen, who is a six-time U.S. Nationals yeah, she's a Paralympian in rowing. She's, she's done everything. Shot, <laughs> she's goes done on. the shot put. Uh, <laughs> won a silver medal at the Pan Am Games this past year in the shot put. Um, hopefully she brings that medal in because it's crazy. Um, also a surfer, uh, basketball player. She's rowed across. Um, uh, rowed across six different oceans. Yeah. Uh, first woman to do so. First woman to do a lot. I mean, she's got all these Guinness Book of World Records. Yeah, huge, huge, so, huge show. Looking forward to having her. Well, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you again next week. Thank you.